Welcome back, everyone. It's Alan Share. I run Flock and Gather. This is the podcast you are about to listen to. It is 18 minutes of really interesting stuff. You also know me as president of the Spa Industry Association. We've got 80,000 plus members across the globe. So welcome today. I have a very special guest. She's actually a friend of a friend. So we're going to have a great conversation today. Molly Schwab was kind enough to introduce me to Vanessa Davies. She is the proprietor of Valuable Lasting Determination. She's visually impaired. She thinks I look like a blob on the screen and I love her for it. Good morning, Vanessa. How are you? Good morning. A very handsome blob, Alan. <laughs> Thank you, darling. I appreciate that. Did I get that right? Valuable Lasting Determination, right? Yes, yes. It's a play on my initials. Okay, let's go back to the beginning. I love Molly. Molly to me is a firebrand personality, we, right? Am I right? I love her. I love her. She's always just been the most bubbly, happy. And you know what? Under pressure, she is great and so helpful. Just an amazing personality. I love her so much. She probably doesn't know what pressure is anyway. So what's <laughs> your, tell me how you are connected to Molly. So Molly was actually a manager at my salon. So I've worked with a company called Lords and Ladies for 11 years. And I was a very successful hairstylist there. Um, and she was, she was my manager at one point in time. And then we've just made friends ever since. Okay, so if you cut hair, you had full sight at what time? And tell us what happened. I cut hair for 11 years. Um, I went back to beauty school around the age of 25. So I was, I was a little bit older. You were a senior citizen to all the young cutters, weren't you? (laughs) (laughs) Compared to when most people go to beauty school. Yeah. Yeah, I was. (laughs) And um, I, I was, I was very goal driven and I climbed now Lords and Ladies is seven salons strong now and growing still. And I educated for the company and I've gotten to do many wonderful things. I've gotten to travel to Paris, Rome, um, Ireland, New York, San Diego. I've gotten to go to so many wonderful places. And then in the beginning of 2020 in February, I went to the eye doctor and I thought I just needed glasses. And then I was diagnosed with a very rare hereditary disorder it's called Lieber's Hereditary Optic Neuropathy. And my eye doctor, who is also a very close friend of mine and uh, a co- you know, colleague, and um, she told me that, Vanessa, you're going to lose your sight and there's no treatment and no cure. So since then, I made a plan that I love educating and I know how to build a business. So my plan now is to do motivational speaking and I've gotten into, I'm on the board of directors for a local nonprofit that helps people with blind and visual impairment in my area. And I want to do good for the community. So the next plan is to open a business and start hosting events and creating awareness for blind and visual impairment and other disabilities as well. And valuable lasting determination is going to be your vehicle to speak to that, correct? Correct. Yep. I love it. Well, when, you know, you, we talk about visually impaired. I mean, my kids tell me I'm blind until I put my glasses on, but I know it isn't the same thing, right? You your entire 
a life. Did that happen overnight or was that a progressive thing? Basically, so the way Libras happens is it always starts in one eye and basically you can just kind of tell there's a little bit of fuzziness going on and it can progress uh, from, a f it could take a few weeks to a few months, but it always goes to the other eye and then basically you just kind of plateau at the, as worse as it's going to get. So when my, when I was diagnosed, um, I still had vision out of my left eye. And I worked as long as I could, but by about the third week of quarantine last year, I was officially visually impaired to the point where I'm, I'm about 20, 2200 in my vision. So um, I, I couldn't, you know, I, third week of quarantine, I was, I was done. I couldn't drive. I couldn't do anything. Do you know, um, I don't think, I always say this because they're not, when I started wearing glasses, <clears throat> I woke up one day, I was 44 years old, couldn't read the paper anymore. It's like, what the hell? I got something in my eyes. I can't see. And so ever since then, I've been fanatical about a couple of things, my eyes and my teeth. <laughs> I, I, I'm, it's a long story with the teeth, but you know, you realize as you get on an age, your eyes and your teeth are really, really critical to well-being. So oh, yes. I think it's interesting that during the pandemic, you the it was a pandemic for you actually in two different ways. Mm -hmm. But you've taken, you've grasped this negative by the horns and have shaken it into a massive positive. I I love even sitting here as you and I are looking at each other, even though you think I'm a handsome blob on this side, your your face, your happiness radiates from you. If I thought I could see an aura through Zoom, I would tell you you have one around you because you just seem like a positive go forward person that you're going to bring it out uh, to more people, I think is absolutely phenomenal, especially today, Vanessa. People don't have soft, you got to learn to have soft shoulders today, right? I mean, people, oh, yes. go ahead. Well, I agree 100%. And, you know, I have to say, you know, the pandemic, um, and trust me, please don't mistake my intentions, um, because my heart goes out to anybody who suffered being sick or, or God forbid, lost a loved one. But the pandemic really kind of saved my life. And you have to look for blessings in every little thing because, you know, the world, when it went dark for me, it went dark for everyone. And I didn't feel alone. And it gave me time to process what I had to process emotionally of losing my sight. It was like, it was not only a death to me, it felt like a death in everything that I was doing. Just, I, I felt like I lost so many things. So it gave me time to, process myself and work through the emotions that I had to work through. And the world didn't pass me by because everything was shut down. And you have to look at everything and see the blessings in all things, because even in the darkest moments, there's still something that you can be grateful for. And I'm incredibly grateful. You know, when this happened to me, my children were of age that they were ready to start driving. You know, there's always something that can be good in anything. And, and, you know, and I really think I'm here for a purpose um, to, to give something to the world of, you know, just, just through my own experience. And, it, you know, if I inspire anyone to do anything where, you know, if they look at me and said, well, she could do that, I can do this.
then that's the greatest blessing I can have wow. and the greatest purpose I, 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 I want to give. You're inspiring me to go do something big today. I don't know what it is yet, but I'm feeling inspired. Um, Vanessa, this is a, uh, I don't know if people clearly understand what a domino effect it is when something like this happens to you. Can you talk about your family and your friends and what's kind of changed in the environment surrounding you? Oh my God, so much has changed. And, um, you know, just in specifically with my children. So I am a single mom and my children, my daughter, um, just celebrated her 18th birthday last week. And oh, we congrats. high school graduation this past Saturday. <laughs> Woohoo! I know. I can't believe it. Yeah. Um, my son will be 17 in July. And in the beginning of this, they, they, they really didn't understand. I think they had to emotionally process with me and we had some hurdles. You know, my daughter at one point was like, just be a mom. And I think she was referring to the fact that like, I couldn't do everything that I used to do, you know, just the cooking, the cleaning, the, the everyday stuff. My son's going skateboarding. I love it. <laughs> Bye, buddy. <laughs> I read, um, I read. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, you know, they, we really had a moment where, uh, we kind of came to a head and I had to like really grab back my authority as my mom, as the mom and, and take charge again. And, um, and from that point on, it's been amazing because my children from that point, um, had to learn and they, they've learned so many things just this past year. We have to do the bills together and they're learning about finances and credit scores and savings and all these kinds of things. And maybe I wouldn't have been, I, I hope I always tried to teach them well, but they, I wouldn't have been smart enough to maybe teach them as much as they had to learn in this past year. Yeah. I'm so I can... proud of my children for as much as they have come, come into this with me. I can see where all of this will fit into your uh, valuable lasting determination um, program. It's almost, it's interesting to hear that your daughter would say, just be a mom. I totally understand exactly what she means, but you're also now sort of a family advisor. You, mm -hmm. you're, you have to advise your children, right, on how to do things. And it's like they have to grow up a little more. Even if they don't feel like it, they have to grow up into what this new reality is that surrounds your family unit there. Exactly, exactly. And, you know, it's been hard. You know, there, and now because of my condition, it's not, it's not my eyes. It's my optic nerve. So it's right. almost kind of like a cord like the cord to the television is kind of frayed. So if you could imagine, it makes the picture distorted. So when you look at me, you don't see a blind person. And because I'm only visually impaired, I do have a cane, but I don't particularly need it um, to, to get around. As long as I get close enough to objects, I can kind of feel my way. So we've had, we faced a lot of discrimination. Um, I mean, people have called me a liar to my face. Um, I've been kicked out of places. I actually made a t-shirt that says I'm blind, not drunk. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> you got to find the humor in that, don't you? <laughs> but you know what? It should, wait, 
when you make the next t-shirt and it says, I'm blind, not drunk, underneath it you need to put, but I wish I was. Oh, on the back of the t-shirt. But I, put, I wish I was, yeah. I put, but sometimes I'm both. <laughs> oh, yeah, even better, perfect, I love it. Well, look at that also, I think, cuts to the root of just what's going on in our society today, that people, I'm going back, I always call it soft shoulders, people, seem to just have their 90s and a nod about everything going on in the world. It's like peace, a little bit of, as my wife loves to say, where is the grace? We need just a little grace on earth <clears throat> these days. People are carried away by what they think is right for them. And I don't care about you, but this is what I want. Mm -hmm. And what happened to all the giving? We got to give and, and be gentle with each other. And, you know, I've experienced so both sides of the spectrum and I'll be creating my own event um, coming up, hopefully this August. I might have to push it back to September, but that's going to be the point of my event is kind of coming together because, you know, we've all suffered in this pandemic. And I think it's really important to make it a point to say, let's look at each other as human beings and understand that no matter what you're going through, your problems are your problems. They, they might be, we might see them as bigger or, or lesser than ours, but they're still our own personal problems and right. we need to see each other as human beings and understand that not everything's as black and white as just looking at someone and judging, judging the book by its cover. Do you have, is there a larger support system for, I seem to remember there was a society for the blind when I lived in Minneapolis, but I, it was so long ago. Are there good outside support mechanisms? Yeah, well, yes. Um, the state does provide, so I have actually two counselors. Um, when this happened, uh, we, uh, that I talked to once a month and they are both blind and, and they're black blind. So it just helps to have somebody to talk to. Because of the pandemic, there are services that will come and help you figure out how to do your laundry or cook a meal or do any of that. Uh, because I had the kids and because of the pandemic and they weren't able to get to me, I have been able to kind of figure out a lot of things on my own. And you know, I think my next t-shirt was like, I make blind look easy because so many people have asked me, well, how do you do things? And I said, well, I do 15 steps to everybody else's two or three. You know, if I'm going down a flight of stairs, I feel for the railing. I tap my, the first um, step with my foot and then I count the stairs and I can pretty much do a lot of things. I just do them a little bit differently and I take more precautions than most people. You're you're going to have a whole line of t-shirts also, I can tell. Oh, her. yes. That's going to be my whole merchandise line. I have yeah. a whole thing. Uh, my daughter and I, we have a list of all kinds of cute little phrases, like even for pajamas, like dream and vision and all that kind of stuff. Wait, back to your, I know we, we are being so non-PC, but I love it. You should have a t-shirt that says, no, I'm blind. My friend is drunk, right? Or, you know, <laughs> so many of these are popping into my head as you're talking about- oh, Write that down. I got to tell my daughter. <laughs> I know about how, because you've seen the t-shirts, right? I'm with stupid or whatever. There's a whole, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, a, whole, a whole series of those. But I, I love it because I think for people who are not impaired and they get, they get woe is me, they sometimes need a wake up call or a checkpoint that says, wow, look at Vanessa. It doesn't seem to bother her. What am I complaining about? You know, life should be good to me. 
And, you know, that's the whole point of my event that I want to throw, because what I've learned from the counselors that, that I've I've been talking to is that most people with blind or visual impairment, A, because they, it is so hard for people to get out and socialize and B, because of people judging them or discrimination or different things like that, or just assuming that something's wrong with them, you know, they tend to, um, cocoon themselves inside their homes and they don't they don't do anything and I was watching this one podcast where they said you know people with disabilities almost people don't acknowledge them because they don't want them to think that they're picking on them or staring at them but in in this podcast that I watched this these they said hi to a man in a wheelchair and he actually looked up and said thank you um because we kind of tend to not shun like we're trying to do it on purpose but we kind of put them in a corner and we don't like we feel bad for them but we don't need to feel bad for people and we don't need to inhibit them I've had so many friends that my I had I had a girlfriend we don't speak anymore but she said I let you go to the bathroom by yourself and I'm like I can go to the bathroom (laughs) you know Vanessa that you as you I'm sure you know how long have you had this condition Uh, since I was diagnosed in February of 2020, so about a year and a half. Okay. Not long in the scheme of things, given you're going to last, live about 60 more years or so. But that being said, you're, people are going to be ignorant because they don't know how to address the issue. That's your soft shoulders, right? That you have to deal with. So let me, um, the awareness we've been with, uh, Vanessa Davies today. Uh, She's running Valuable Lasting Determination. It's coming soon. She has a visual impairment. It doesn't mean she's drunk. So don't make fun of her when you see her for crying out loud. I have a couple quick final questions, all right? And they're ignorant questions. Did you have to move furniture in the house? Um, I actually did just so I could try to be closer to the television to try to see more, but it didn't help. What did you do with your car? Well, my daughter took over my car and then when I got his license, we got him a car. Okay. And have you found out that some of your neighbors just kind of check in on you on a regular basis where maybe they didn't before? I do have a neighbor down the street that I'm very close with. And then I did talk to my neighbors. So in case they're like waving hi to me, but I tend to just wave to people. If I, if I kind of sense somebody's there, I just tend to wave, even if they don't see me, just so they don't think I'm being rude. But yes, my, my neighbors have been really good. I've had a lot of really great friends that have checked on me and take me out and get me around people. Awesome. And I'm very lucky. Uh, I'm Vanessa, very- God bless you. Thank you so much for spending uh, time with us. And we want to be able to help you with valuable lasting determination. So I know you'll keep me in the loop when you get yourself set up and we can help you do some promotion for your coming uh, seminars as well. Okay. Oh, that would be fantastic. Thank, Thank you. Thank you, so my much. friend. And Oh, I always say this and I always forget. You're in Reading, Pennsylvania. I'm in Phoenix, but we also went to Paris, Rome, New York, San Diego. So we covered a good amount of ground uh, today. And friends, please remember, be kind to one another.